0: So that was dangerous. Uh, Leah almost just knocked over the Dr. Pepper can. Well,
1: I was gonna give you a nice introduction, but instead you chose violence. I'm gonna just put this over here. Oh, hand it here, hand it to me. In case I get barred. You're reclining. (laughs) Listen, I have a bad mech. Okay, thank you for sharing crickets. So anyway. No one cares. Call me Jiminy, because I bring out the crickets.
0: <laughs> I don't like <laughs> anything that's happening right now.
1: <laughs> okay, hi, welcome. Welcome. Do we that? No, I think that's perfect. Okay. <laughs> so in case <laughs> no one could tell, this is Mary Beth. This is Paige. Guess who's back? Back again. <laughs> We as back. tell some men. <laughs> no, really, we should. Men. We should tell some. Men. Yeah, all of uh, all the people the hosts. No, all the people who listen to this podcast are, are shockingly sh- women, uh at least from the analytics shockingly that way. that I can see. I'm shocked that uh we would be popular with the ladies. That's <laughs> Totally shocking. So
0: unexpected. <laughs> I know.
1: But uh, yes, Leah's back, which means you are in the presence. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Demon dogs. <laughs> demon Hold on. dogs. You're in the presence. Oh, <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> Jeez, okay, I just want everybody to know we redid this room that yeah. we record in.
1: We've, like, swapped the table. We're all getting our bearings. It's better, and, though. Uh, Diego, yeah. Diego, Delilah's trying to yeah. Yeah. Direct track fight with the street people, the straight people. <laughs> street. Street. <laughs> I heard you're a heterosexual, put up your dukes. <laughs> you She'd be fighting with me all the time. I know, I know. Anyway, what I was going to say before I was so rudely interrupted because Leah's back, back the band again. is back together. Fräulein Malia. Malia, would you like to tune to my C? <clears throat> <clears throat>
0: beautiful crushed it that was so
1: not a c like it was very harmonized (laughs) is that what you're going for listen (laughs) what i mean is tune to my c see what i'm about to sing
0: (laughs) see if you can match it it. yeah (laughs) use your
1: eyes to tune to this (laughs) note
0: None of this makes sense. Look, look with your
1: special eyes. Okay. You must be music blind. Mm.
0: That's got to be it. Speaking
1: truth. That's that's (laughs) definitely what's happening. (laughs) I definitely didn't study
0: for years, but it's fine. Okay. I think we'd know who the experts here are.
1: I think (sighs) I know more about fine music. (laughs) <laughs> then you if do. You're it Muzak. And that's Muzak with a K. Yeah, yeah. I hate everything about this. <laughs> well, you know. DJ Mary Beth. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. So today on the pod, we're going to talk about this book called It Ends With Us. And I'm sorry to say, we have not set this up well because it is the saddest book. It's not a raucous of a good time. It is no and i'm angry that i had to read it we were going to have other people angry whoa on the pod that helped encourage me to read it because Leah read it, and I'm sure you told me about it, and I was like, "Yeah, that's not for me."
1: Now she's not even here to defend it, and now the she's book. not even de- yeah, she's not even here. So I liked Beth the book, was so posting. I will defend it. Okay.
0: Interesting,
1: a challenge. I'm the is one
0: who enter- told you about it, and now we're trying to get you to read other stuff, and you I just refuse. Listen, I, I, I will.
1: I will be the deciding vote. Okay, are you going to read
0: it? No. Yeah. So,
1: Let's so like we the, said, we the premise. Have, yeah. Here's our
0: our book synopsis. <laughs> Sinatra. Guys, We are on top of our I game I just want everybody to know we had to go back to work I had to go back to work this week And my brain at one point literally felt like it was melting out my ears mm. I just want to let you all know I never got to leave work So, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> My defense was going to be We had to sit in meetings all day Which is exactly what you have to do Eight hours of my day every day baby so, I don't know how you get any work done if you're just sitting in meetings all day. Anyway, uh, that's another story for another the day. Okay, so this uh, book is called It Ends With Us. It's written by Colleen Hoover. It, it follows a character named Lily Bloom.
1: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can, can you say the author's name? Colleen Hoover? Well, damn. Take me a minute. All right. So our
0: book synopsis is <laughs> Lily go
1: back. And tell her <laughs> I, to say I was going to let it go. And then I was like, <laughs> I was like good. that meme of the kid with the veins bulging. Cause I was like, <laughs> I can't hold this up. Oh
0: All right. So mm. the book synopsis, once again, Lily hasn't always had it easy, but that's never stopped her from working hard for the life she wants. She's come a long way from the small town in Maine where she grew up. She graduated from college, moved to Boston and started her own business. By the way, her name is Lily Bloom, and she owns a flower factory. No, flower florist shop. Wow, my brain is broken, a you guys. Flower factory. So
1: sorry. She, you know what's funny? She is is I, pollen. You said that, and I didn't even think it sounded weird. <laughs> flower factory. We because are killing Just turning yeah. out those flowers. She's just painting them all up and shooting them out. Let me guess. <laughs> Let me guess. Her life was hard because she was too lippy. <laughs> <laughs> no she never rose to the account. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is too much this is not the tone of the book I, I risked it all for <laughs> No, there's a, there's a book series about a, like a mystery, someone who solves mysteries. It's, it's like a cozy mystery. like, like I was 20 uh, yeah. books. Is it called Sherlock Holmes? Because I've heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was trying to get to
0: it. You love it because all of the ti- book titles are flower puns. Are puns. Puns. Our porn. She owns... puns. Oh, I wow. was
1: <laughs> like. Listen with little ears, okay? Okay. Tune to my C.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, Lily hasn't always had it easy, but that's never stopped her from working hard for the life she wants. She's come a long way from her small town in Maine where she grew up. She graduated from college, moved to Boston, started her own business. So, when she feels a spark with a gorgeous neurosurgeon named Ryle Kincaid, everything in in Lily's life suddenly seems almost too good to be true. Ryle is assertive, stubborn, maybe even a little arrogant. He's also sensitive, brilliant, and has a total soft spot for Lily. But Ryle's complete aversion to relationships is disturbing. As questions about her new relationship overwhelm her, so do thoughts of Atlas Corrigan, her first love, and link to the past she left behind. He was her kindred spirit, her protector. When Atlas suddenly reappears, everything Lily has built with Ryle is threatened. With this bold and deeply personal novel,
1: Colleen Hoover, Atlas
0: was a map to her past. Mm. Wow. That's good.
1: She should have stuck to the rivers and the streams that she was used to. <laughs> no, actually, in this
0: case, she should not have. Oh. <laughs> Colleen Hoover delivers a heart-wrenching story that breaks exciting new ground for her as a writer. It ends with us as an unforgettable tale of love that comes at the ultimate price. Okay, so what's your history? Have you read anything else by this author? Mm-hmm. Several books, actually. Same. Okay. Do you normally like her stuff? I do. I usually okay. read her books in like a day. A day. Yeah, Yeah. she is one of those, like... Can't put down. Can't put down, can't walk away, got to keep going. Um, Yes, I read... I just recently, from her, read the November 9th one. And... um, What was the other one? Oh, All Your Perfects. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I read a lot of her early stuff. Like, do you remember when Target started holding like new adult books when we were, I don't know, early, th- no, like mid 20 somethings. Oh, okay. No, I mean, I guess I they, don't remember that. They but. started publishing basically what I thought were Kindle unlimited books. And I got so excited. So I started picking them up at Target. So I read a ton of her stuff that way because she is uh, or was originally like a self-published. Author. Oh, was she? Yeah yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and like this, I should have looked up her, this company. It's called Atria. I don't know. It's technically a Simon and Schuster. Like I do know about this particular book that movie's being made out of it. And Justin Baldoni is co-writing it with Colleen Hoover. Oh, interesting. Or it's like his production company or something Fascinating. that's producing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I did not know that. I just heard about it a lot on TikTok. And all I saw were women and girls reading it, throwing it across the room and crying hysterically. Oh. As And that was like the, the selling, them selling the book. I'm putting selling in quotes. <laughs> um and when i saw the back of the book i knew what it would be about just based on the back description description and i was like yeah i don't think that's the book for me so i just never yeah. picked it up yeah because i personally <laughs> like my romances to not be that <laughs> this isn't a romance, it's not a romance but that's what i was used to from her so i was yeah like expecting i mean that's to be, yeah the yeah, yeah.
1: anyway okay <clears throat> hold on <laughs> what would you say it is if it's not a romance
0: like an it's like a... Don't I mean, it's a sto- It's like a love story, but it's not a like feel-good romance love story. Yeah, it's, it's, a not, a, it's not a... It's not a everybody... In the it's words, not a happily ever after ending, which is what yeah. you typically get from a romance, which is why you can't call it a romance.
1: In the words of the great American poet Lady Gaga, it's a bad, bad romance. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> indeed. Okay, so here's a quote from it. All humans make mistakes. What determines a person's character are a person's character aren't the mistakes we make. It's how we take those mistakes and turn them into lessons rather than excuses. What do we think? <laughs> what do you think? Um, <laughs> I thought this whole book was bullshit, but that's just my opinion.
1: Ooh, the gauntlet has been. I. Okay. Bullshit so in
0: what way? Trigger warnings, trigger warnings for um, like unresolved trauma Abuse, neglect, literally anything terrible that could happen to you growing up Mm -hmm. happens to this child. Oh, shit. I knew the whole time where it was going. I didn't read any spoilers, but I knew exactly. Like, I knew the second we met Ryle, he was going to be bad news. Yeah, I think you're supposed to know that. (laughs) See, that is not the interpretation I have now gotten from reading other reviews and watched videos of like younger populations reading this book. Okay. So I, I do think we, as readers in the 30-something, 40-something area, would know. But I don't think young, younger readers pick that up. Like, you meet Ryle on the roof and he's throwing a chair. Oh. He already has an anger problem. Uh, and I just I never because her like I've, I I have watched an interview or read an interview with her mm-hmm. that stated, you know, she really wanted to try and make Ryle likable so that you would fall in love with him like Lily would. And I was like literally at odds with all of these characters the whole time I was reading it. But that is also I hear a very similar thing to what happens in real life. So I do think it's like, true yeah, I think you in the sense of everyone's experience is different and clearly right. you have past trauma yeah. You're going to react to things differently. You're going to be oh, drawn totally. to different things. You can't. Yeah. I mean, for us in our 30s reading about his character, we can immediately tell that. Yeah. But had I met someone like at, that, that in my 20s, 20s oh, yeah. I would have been that like been, that's making excuses for him as well. Totally. Absolutely. Okay. Been doing so that. we're going to, from this point on, talk with spoilers just because you can't really craft a conversation about this book without talking yeah, about you them. You can't. Um, so <laughs> get to the meat of this. Um, there's a lot to talk about. So basically, you have your main characters in the triangle. It's Lily, Ryle, and Atlas. Atlas was kind her of odd names, but Atlas was her love from high school. Ryle is her love from her twenties, post college. She meets him on the roof of this fancy apartment complex in Boston. He's a neurosurgeon. He's like everything she's looking for. She's like fresh out of college, wanting yeah. to start her own business. Anyway, I shouldn't. Okay, I gotta go. I'm gonna like eat my words here for a second. I don't think this book is new. <laughs> <Ew. laughs> it's Delilah eating the spaghetti tonight, <laughs> or her eating the chicken off the counter from a month oh, ago. T- <sighs> I know a whole um, rotisserie chicken, literally a whole Costco chicken. Uh, she so. I should back up. I shouldn't say this book is bullshit. I very strongly did not like it in the sense of I saw the whole thing happening in front of me and I could not. It was very addicting to read. Like once I got into it, I was I yeah. finished it in a day. Yeah. It, it took, you know, two days to get into it. And then once I was there, I was like, oh, okay. But I had problems with her writing at certain points. And I wrote some quotes down of things that i was like huh we couldn't have written that a different way but i've also never written a book so i gotta say though know. i don't ever agree 100 percent with what ever, any book says
1: <laughs> why not except for the bible <laughs> especially a <laughs> uh, um, quick question okay so is this written from the lead character's perspective yes. yeah mm-hmm. it's
0: from okay, the lead nice perspective. so uh, let me i was gonna break it down for you smart okay. so the lily atlas ryle right, they're all in the triangle right mm-hmm. so it also focuses it splits perspective in the sense that you have lily in the present time and then you have lily from past so she in has these journals yeah. the book starts with her dad pa- passing away her mom is getting ready to move so she's taken all of her childhood journals with her so okay. she's reading these journals from the year she met atlas oh the year she okay. knew him, and that's why he becomes a present figure in the from the past. So she's reading these journal entries as she's also living her present day life. And you get and then they, concurrent stories from. an Atlas basically gets reintroduced into her current life. In, oh, okay. in a roundabout way, yeah. just based on where he works and things. Okay.
1: Yeah. So why weren't they together so, anymore? So the, the setup set spoilers, with, but
0: yeah. he, he was homeless in high school. Okay. And he was squatting in the house next door to her. House, okay. Like across the way. And her father is an abuser. Oh, and so she—that's she, what I was getting to. Yeah. with the mom. So and the mom's she, leaving, and yeah, yeah. And so she um, sees someone him. living next door and wants to take care of him. Yeah, and she does, and so they like have a romance, friendship, friend, fr- a ra- friendship a romance. romance. Yeah, and when her dad finds out, he's livid. he beats him up pretty Ooh. bad, pretty bad. And like, so they almost to the point of death. Yeah, oh and so they—I mean—essentially part ways at that. that point yeah. um, he not- finds um someone else to live with in a different city and they just kind of have to yeah break apart. Okay. Um he was older than her, like a year okay. older than her. So, and she was still so in high she school was still in high and- school and all okay. Of that. Okay. Yeah. So it was like so, a young yeah. relationship so that kinda of ran its course. This essentially that the title it ends with us is about abuse. It's that oh, cycle of abuse. So she basically sets herself up with Ryle to be in a similar situation to her mom. Mm. And it all starts like falling apart. And I mean, here's the thing about those situations. She, in her entire journal talks about how mad she is. Her mom stays with her right. dad and doesn't, mm. doesn't you know, walk, away. walk away. She Cause, puts, because the dad know, abuses her, yeah. her mom, her and other people. And an she asshole. essentially, as she's going through this with Ryle, is making excuses for him like like, like her mom would make for her dad right. like it's just the the cycle right. like
1: so essentially she breaks up with this Atlas chap or they kind of like or he's out of the picture he's out of the picture yeah he's out of the picture. and then she goes
0: to college she has she's an entire like I don't know six or seven years later
1: okay and she's then, like
0: in her almost mid twenties at this point she graduates so high school st-
1: college. Practically a grandma,
0: <laughs> yeah. So she, so she's kind of far removed from that high school experience. Experience, but still, it's very much a part of her every day life. Like she's still in, yeah. you Know thinks about Which, Atlas, and right? So there are like so many studies done about human bodies and your brain and trauma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm reading. Yeah. I'm currently reading another book that you know, my therapist told me to read, Cult's Body Keeps the Score. And in it, they talk about how you have to be very careful how you raise children because they are apt to do the exact same thing right? in a cycle. So if you grow up in a cycle of trauma and abuse, you tend to gravitate. I'm not saying everybody does this, but Mm. more often than not, you tend to work your way into a situation in your adulthood that is very similar. And I feel like when you're in that state of mind, you don't. You you are more susceptible to not like I don't want to say like falling for that, but like essentially, yeah, Yeah. you you have a higher tolerance for right (laughs) Right. what's appropriate excuses for someone and and what's appropriate. You learn
1: to it's a learn a toxic relationship, right?
0: Also, but that's the thing about this book is Lily is so aware that it's happening, right? Because she lived through it too, so she does have enough self awareness and enough growth to be like wait didn't I used to hate this I'm I, I'm really feeling torn I mean that's the war she really does between between herself and and, right. yeah really. like so there is a lot of like internal character development that does happen in the book that I really did like I feel like that worked really well mm-hmm. I, I mostly when I say I thought this book was bullshit, I really just like didn't want to read something mm. like this Is really yeah good I get that and I think too. a lot of people because I, I I read reviews and stuff on it before mm-hmm. I even read it, mm-hmm. and there is, is a, a lot, lot of negativity because it does. People kind of are like glamorize a certain it it. They're mm-hmm. like they present the a character a male character as this like perfect specimen, perfect right. like I don't know. I think people are angry because kind of like what you were saying like you don't want to see you like you see her go through right. this and but be self-aware enough to know that it's exactly what her mother right. went through and yet she's still but i think that's
1: yeah I I mean, also, that's it
0: that's the whole point i know like, so they, she wrote you can't a really get around great, that without she wrote a really great afterward in this copy of the book that I have that I felt her like note from the author at the very end. Well, should we discuss how it ends? Yeah. So, so basically they end up in that little triangle. There's obviously lots of other characters. Well, at first it's not a, a triangle. You, you, right. She, she is with starts, Ryle and she, she starts she, dating Ryle. Um, and she becomes best friends with his sister. Mm-hmm. The the best friend that's the sister works in the store with her. So they've mm-hmm. started this company together they're wholly invested in each other. And I think that's the other reason it's hard for her to pull away. Yeah. Or look outside of the situation. Like, or her family. Because it's, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. her family.
1: Well, that's a reason why victims don't often leave their abusers is mm-hmm. because their lives typically are so intertwined. Right. Yeah. And it just seems Well, I mean, that's
0: I mean that Well and they also talk about That's also a natural thing. And they also talk about Ryle's past and not making excuses for why he is the way he is, but he also has a hella big trauma in his past. Like and he refuses to go get help about it. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't. He he's they talk about him going to therapy. In, yeah, but he doesn't do the work in therapy. I got I the impression that she, I mean, the sister he, was I like, yeah, that's not really, yeah, I mean, I guess, guess we really do can't really I mean, s- yeah, say right. whether he did the work or not. But like, I just think that, yeah. you know, she becomes best friends with his sister. They continue dating. And then Atlas doesn't get introduced as someone in her present life until really a while into well their relationship. into their relationship. And yeah. he only comes back into the picture because they go to a restaurant and he's the well <laughs> he's the waiter but it turns out he's actually the owner the owner chef. but she sees him and like and they have a out yeah and they have like um, a run in and then yeah. Ryle notices and tries to rough him up but also like Atlas thing. notices that there's signs of abuse in the relationship and so right. Atlas tries to confront Lily about it and of course she's you know resistant resisting you know, saying, you know, making excuses for him essentially. But so Atlas isn't necessarily it's, I don't, I don't see it as a triangle. I only say necessarily because like the implied part of the ending, which we'll yeah, get to. So yeah, it is a triangle. Yeah. She I mean, is torn in the sense that she doesn't, she knows she shouldn't be with Ryle because of yeah. his behavior. And Atlas is kind of one of those shadowy figures where she thinks maybe in the future, but they're also in very different places. Right. And he's kind of like the opposite of Ryle. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, the perfect gentleman type like character right. right where so you want yeah you tend to like root for yeah him to but anyway so him the him. the story goes on they get they get married her Denial. the abuse continues mm-hmm. it gets worse it gets worse he pushes her downstairs at yeah. one point it's they really bad. um she and then the big kicker is that she gets pregnant mm-hmm. and more abuse happens and. Mm-hmm. She has to stop and think at this point, is this really is this what situation? I want for my child? Right. And so that's where it kind of takes a turn. But um, Atlas c- still stays in the, the, picture. the picture because he gives her his number and says, you If you're ever in a situation, me. call me. I don't care. I'm not going to ask any questions. I will just, just come, come get, and get you. you. And there's a situation where she Does calls him, him to, yeah. And so, I mean, he's kind of in her life in that capacity, but not as a like romantic. Necessarily, okay, not necessarily I, have a, no I character. have a
1: question real quick. So is Atlas portrayed as being like perfect or is he portrayed as like a white knight in the sense? Because um, what I'm curious yes. about here... I mean, I guess kind of white knighty. Well, what yeah. I'm curious about when I hear y'all talking about this book is it sounds like... <gasps> Diego, oh, he's sorry, under D-A-go. the table and he's getting I upset. just brushed up his paw. Out. How dare oh, That you. is the worst. It sounds like one of the things that, Leah, you liked about the book was that they do a good job of showing the fact that no one's perfect, we all have our demons, it's never going to be, you know, this Disney, Yeah, like you know, white picket fence, you know, yeah. sailing off into the sunset, we all have trauma. Trauma repeats itself because of X, Y, and Z, and it sounds like the villain, quote-unquote, he has trauma that Mm -hmm. he's not dealing with, and it's just trying to highlight this cycle. So, on the one hand, I'm fascinated by that because it's a very true-to-life story, and Mm -hmm. it's hard to read. It's not an
0: easy, like... Thing to see happening and right. be okay with it, but like, it, and that's what I meant when I said it was bullshit.
1: But the question that I then have is: you can't go into this thinking it's a it's happy a, romance. Like it's a, it's a heavy, har- heart thumper. It's heavy
0: things going on. It's and not a happy book to confront. And I can see why some people go into that and expect something different and and read that and be like,
1: what the heck? Well, but but this was my kind of my question is when. It sounds like on the one hand, she's doing a good job of acknowledging our imperfections and how trauma can compound and intergenerational trauma is very real. But on the other hand, it almost sounds like the main character is glamorizing this other person for being everything that there you, is
0: definitely that that was yeah my and I book. think
1: and that's think, not realistic either. but also if you think about it to have that kind of a romance
0: in high school as such an impressionable person and to have that kind of an ending to that you are gonna sort of like put him on a pedestal like not i'm not saying that that's the right thing to do or that he's a perfect person in any yeah, but capacity I think even when you see him in adulthood the author writes him in such a way that he has i mean, life you know, together. I mean he's basically the opposite of ryle like yeah, he um you know is super successful in whatever he's doing so i don't want to spoil that part for people but yeah. he has a great circle of friends like he seems like a legit dude in the fact that people enjoy being in his presence and he has mm-hmm. like a thriving business and he... So maybe he went to therapy and he worked out his <laughs> trauma. Massive, massive trauma. <laughs> yeah, maybe. So maybe I he, mean, he a is house, a better person. Like- I'm not saying that anyone's perfect, but yeah, I mean, you're going to have a character like that and be who's only in certain s- scenes in the present tense and be sort of like the saving grace for her to have someone to call when something goes wrong.
1: Mm.
0: But... I, I mean, you can't say that he's. I no do, one's I perfect. Do. You can't say he's like a perfect person, but like, it is a sense of like kind of white knight situation. Yes, and she's yeah.
1: like in such a bad position that she's kind of glamorizing this idea of this is my saving grace. Or I don't
0: even think that they go that route. She doesn't. I don't think she's a character
1: that, like that necessarily.
0: Necessarily, she more just because. Yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't think that. she like over romanticizes him in her head i think she is reading these journals in the present mm-hmm. and right. reliving this like mm. love story slash horrible thing that happened in her past slash re <laughs> like introducing her to her father's abuse at the same time yeah and
1: so it's almost having like-
0: that someone reappear in your life is, out of yeah. the blue right yeah. yeah. is jarring like you can't get around the that fact and to be curious about who he is now wouldn't be totally out of character for someone to you know want to know or and at first she fights it she doesn't want because she knows what you know ryle's not a good guy and doesn't want atlas to judge her for staying with him so she fights the fact that he tries to help her and all this stuff and it's not until that really horrible situation situation happens. that she's like i memorized his number for a reason i knew i would need it eventually and even when he is reintroduced in that capacity he like takes care of her that one day and that's it that's true she does go back and she's like i gotta like figure my life out on my own yeah because then she really because she finds be out she's pregnant at that point and she's like i have to take care what of the, the hell am i gonna do right. <laughs> yeah continue on with how i mean to get to how it ends she breaks up with him ryle ryle and by breaks while up, she's you mean pregnant divorces him divorces him thank you because they are married at that point divorces him while she's pregnant and he is of course like trying to get her back she's like you know we're having this baby like i you know yeah I'll so try. he's like very subtly like you know she's yeah. like he's like being super respectful of her boundaries and yeah but uh, ultimately, the scene where she they're in the hospital and she has the baby, and she she really Ryle is yeah. she's warring with herself on whether she could should, yeah. She's like I you know to hold this family together, get back together with him, oh. but he's holding his daughter, and she <laughs> makes some sort of comment about like you know if our daughter was in this same situation, would you want her to stay? Essentially, I mean, yeah. that's exa- the looked, conversation. He's literally holding her for the first time. The baby. She's like, "Would you want Would this you want for this your for daughter?" Her? And of course, he's he he's just like breaks down and like. And yeah. At that point, she makes. <laughs> at that point, as soon as the baby's born, makes she, a decision. She knows definitively. She knows she's that not she's not to go going, going to go back with him. So okay, so so she, it ends. She's it's the cycle of abuse. that it ends with. Yeah, she's like, it's ending with me. She's like, I will not stand for this in my own life. I I will stop it. And that was a note that that the author, Colleen, wrote in the note at the end of the book. She said, you know, like, I had a very similar situation to Lily in the sense that I grew up in a not great house with parents who were very dysfunctional, who tried their best, but it wasn't what we needed. And she goes on to describe how, you know, the constant it's hard for people to get out of abusive relationships. It's hard when they leave Mm -hmm. because a lot of times you get pulled back in. Mm -hmm. And I've seen that. I mean, I do, I'm not ignorant enough. And I also think to say like the fact that she's writing from a personal experience, Experience. everyone's experience is different. You cannot compare apples to apples here. Like you can't say this situation is the same exact situation as someone else might go through. And so I think that's another thing. I mean, I get people don't necessarily like this book because of how, because of how she like writes characters and as people maybe better than they are or yeah I mean so like unrealistic type situ like characters but at the same time it is <laughs> fiction so yeah no 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 like, I mean I like, um, and it is like right. born from her own experience and I don't think you can necessarily I think it was brave to write something like this because it so especially in the the type of books that she had up to this point, yeah. it it was a very a big diff- departure from what she'd yeah. written in and the previous. To she kind of puts herself out there yeah, in this does. story, and yeah. And I mean, not then, everyone's gonna let it's not gonna be for Tube, everyone. But book talk, booktuber, you know, people just took it on, and it was like such a huge deal. And it's mm. on all of those lists of like indie publishing type. This is a great book. So I'm not discrediting that. I'm I would have wanted even more nuance to. Lily's character to Atlas's character to Ryle's character even I felt like some things were a swing and a miss like I could see the setup Mm -hmm. especially with like Ryle Mm -hmm. and it's that anti-hero like oh woe is him he makes bad choices because this terrible thing happened and I guess for me I'm really sick of those stories I see them in TV shows all the time I've read a bunch of them. It's not really my jam unless mm-hmm. there's like yeah. a very specific overarching character development type storyline. Yes, yeah. And I could see like he he also had he was a different person at the end than he was at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So there was yeah. an arc and a character yeah. development. So I'm not saying like I would you know I'm not throwing the baby out with the bathwater with this one. I I want people to know like love what you love. This was just not for me. This was yeah, and that's like it's not going to be for everyone. And I, but I also think it's it's a it's a hard subject. So if if it's something that you cannot, don't don't put yourself through that. If you know people, you know if that's not something you can.
1: (laughs) So does read the the book basically end so it, ends with, them yeah, having so it the baby. ends with
0: them having the baby but it shows you know a couple years, years later, later where they working out co-parenting situation right and where then, the baby is safe because she mm-hmm. also is very aware like you, he very well could mm-hmm. do this to the child
1: and is um so atlas- but then the mm-hmm. end
0: the last scene is that she sees atlas At you know the, it's been years she randomly sees him walking on, on the, the street, street. and I, they have a like brief conversation interaction but it's also setting up so she's writing a second book in atlas's perspective next same thing i don't know if it's i don't know i don't know if it's follow up i wonder i wonder if it's partial follow-up i don't know maybe it's his view of the past like they you know maybe it'll be past present and Mm -hmm. i have no idea i don't know anything about i don't know that anyone really knows (laughs) what interesting exactly all you know is that it's from atlas's perspective and not Lily's mm. at that point. So yeah. So who I mean, I think you can kind of set it up for mm-hmm. a, they maybe will get together in the yeah. end, but that's an assumption. So
1: yeah. It sounds like he might need to move along as well. What? <laughs> he might need to move along as well. It's a toxic situation, uh, yeah. is what Mary was oh, saying okay. for him as it. well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that I mean so so they end the yeah, they end the book and it, it, it's under the assumption that Lily and Atlas will be together. That was the other reason mm-hmm. I thought, oh, this is a triangle. That's why I set it up like that in my brain. Because I was okay. like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I saw a that coming. In my mind is more like if they're all the in real that real. at the same time. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Timeline, essentially. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah. Well, because okay. I do think part of the reason she's like. I don't, I think the reintroduction of Atlas as a character for her or a person for her in her mm-hmm. life makes her realize that she could do better. Yes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I was trying to say. Choose but better. I didn't know how to yeah. Say that yeah. So I think, yeah. I mean, it's obviously intentional to have mm-hmm. Atlas reintroduced into her life, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I just didn't like, I didn't, I, I guess I had a hard time connecting even with Lily at times. Cause mm-hmm. I just was like, I don't. It's, I mean, it's hard to say that though, even because yeah. I don't know I if you were in that like, situation who, who knows if you'd make different choices yeah. too. Yeah. And so. I also just like on the whole felt like she had a lot of other things going for her, but then, you know, when it gets really dramatic, those things just kind of fall away and you stop learning about those other aspects of her life, like her work and things. And I felt like I, I could personally have used a little bit more. So I had an understanding of like who she was in other situations. Cause that helps you inform a character when they make certain choices. Yeah. I think you get so. some of that though with, the sister relationship. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but also With when you're side. in a trauma situation yeah. like no, that where I your know. whole life is upended, that is I know. their whole life. No, I know. So. I know. But yeah, I get. I mean, I get it. So what would you rate it? I'd probably go more on the four out of five star scale. Because I really did. I was really sucked in. Mm-hmm. I didn't obviously agree with all of her choices that she made, but I was invested in her as a character and growth yeah. by the end. And so, yeah, it was pretty high up there for me. Okay. yeah, Most of her books are, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this yeah. was her first that I read, actually. I hadn't read, it, read any of her books before this. Oh, but you've gone back and read more mm-hmm. of those. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Most of hers are have a really long wait list at the library, so <laughs> I'm sure I <laughs> have a bunch sure. of hers on hold. But yeah, that was yeah. the first one that became. Available. She's pretty so, prolific. She has tons. Mm-hmm. So, like, obviously, she's doing something right. So that's yeah. the other thing. But her other books are very like happy romance. Y- yes. I mean, not like they're not all happy situations, right. like, while you're in it, but roses, in a but in a sense of they end people up together. you want to end up together yeah. do end up together. Right. So yeah, I I think. Like I said, I personally am not an author, so obviously my criticism <laughs> is ridiculous. This just was not a book for me, it's not, you know? That's fair, yeah. So I, like, as a reader, I understand why people liked it. I understand why it's important in the canon of, yeah. I'm, I'm fascinated by the conversations I see on Book Talk about this book. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's mostly just people talking about how they were so upset and cried a lot. <laughs> there's not a lot of discourse about what it's actually about. And I don't know if that's because oh, they don't really? want to spoil stuff. No, I read a lot of reviews that I read. A rev- I read reviews, but I'm saying the, t- the conversation around it on. Book it Talk could be spoiler. Yeah, it could be spoiler is, is so. almost like toxic in a way that scares me. Cause I'm like, they're very young girls reading mm-hmm. it most of the yeah. time that you see. And it's all them just saying, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. I loved it so much. It was the best book I read this year. Yada, yada, yada. And and those are the people where I'm like, okay, but why? Yeah. I mean, there's something to be to said about. Like I wanted to see more even of a conversation. St- yeah. It, starting like getting younger people to read books, uh, you know, and yeah. and, and having well, a story that's that it's like a huge grips people enough. Phenomenon. And yeah, I, I've seen and girls at my school read this in high school. Mm-hmm. Like I know girls are reading it at that age. Mm-hmm. And it is one of those things where if I see it next year, I'm going to be like, I don't know you, but I want you to know. I want to know your thoughts when you read this because like I want to have conversations with people about it so that they know not to, especially like when you're, if I had read this book at that age is what I'm saying. I probably would have been like, well, obviously this isn't great, but maybe if I get an atlas out of it, it will be okay. And I don't want people to think that. Like I don't want, I want them to be able to see the triggers and see the signs before she even gets that whole invested in Mm -hmm. it, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's stuff like that. Where, like at 30. Yeah. We have that perspective, mm -hmm. but at 17 (laughs) coming from a mile away. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know. It's just stuff like that where I'm like, I wish there was more of a discourse, but maybe I'm just looking in the wrong spots, I guess. Yeah, there's definitely discourse out there, but it could be the book talk thing. It could be because they don't want to spoil the whole. I mean, you right. can't talk about what's happening without spoiling, spoiling it. it. Right, so exactly. So I kind of yeah. get it. I get um, it too. I I don't know. Yeah, you want people to buy the book. You don't want to give them the whole thing. No, Why no. buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? Ew, you know, I don't like that expression. I know, that's why I said it's it. I think it's a disgusting expression.
1: Any hoodles. You don't, you don't
0: got any puns for that one?
1: <laughs> no, I was thinking about a pun, but I, they were all utterly ridiculous. <laughs> oh. ba bam. I didn't want to milk it too much.
0: Jesus. Ugh. Anyway, I did really like her note at the end. I cried at the note at the end. Mm, and then I always yeah. cry at author acknowledgements. I've told you this. <laughs> right. <laughs> I loved her acknowledgements.
1: I thought they were really, really sweet. So Leah, it sounds like from your perspective, the author did a good job of highlighting what was bad in the relationship. But Paige, from your perspective, it sounds like that wasn't evident enough. And in some ways, it felt like she was glamorizing everything that
0: was Well, wrong. I do think that books like this in general, it's, it, you draw a very fine line between oh. showing people and helping people live in the lives of other people in characters' lives So they don't have to live it themselves, right? Right, and then also making it. And I think she wants you to sympathize with Ryle and and also Lily's choices, but like she also wants you to be like she wants you to be like yeah. But you know, Lily is self aware enough to know because even the first time it happens, she's like, "I'm done. Like, I I'm not right." Or like, or she said like the next time or so. Just like she's self aware enough to like say those things, but when you're in it again, it's hard to. I can't, I can't judge someone who's been in that situation because you never, like, I'm not in their shoes. I didn't walk their paths. Like. Right, but if you're talking about it, she's asking in a meta way. So, like, I looked at it as, like, outside of the book and the context of the book. That's why I brought up the book talk conversation slash lack thereof. That's why I, I want to know what young kids think about this, younger readers think about it. Because I want to know if they are glamorizing it or... And but making I would so bin- that it's like, oh, so romantic. And I'm just going to cry over this book and talk about it on book talk. But I'm not going to talk about why it's so important that you get that upset. Yeah. And, but the thing is, I would have hated this book, obviously, if she had ended up with Ryle and gone back to him just because she yeah, had his it- baby. So, like, I think well, that... we have had the title it ends with us. So. Well, so, yeah. But, It keeps like, going with us. I think the thing, it, the thing about... The cycles yeah, with us. I don't know. I think it ends the way, like in a semi-realistic way like sh- that yeah. she oh i'm mean, in a healing type way like yeah right and that's the thing too is like i've never suffered that kind of abuse thankfully mm-hmm. and so i i personally don't want my friends who have that background but i do want to know if they felt like it would glamorize it like i don't i don't have enough of us of a perspective to me i could see very problematic things pop up and i'm just saying the meta-analysis of like Reading it and watching the conversation around it. I just felt like there was stuff missing, but I don't know what that stuff is. Mm. I There is one line in particular where I was like, mm, I don't know about this, but it was when she said something along the lines of, we're not bad people. We just make bad it's choices. Quote, uh, yeah. Quota, yeah. Oh, is that the one you... I, yeah. Sorry. Where it's um, like, yeah, it's those... It's how we take those mistakes. And, no, no, oh, no there was no, no. a whole it's other a line that was, line. Yeah, um, here, let me find it. we're, you know, we're not bad people. We just make bad choices. <laughs> you know, it's funny is that line made me think about finding Helen that movie, where <laughs> she goes, You're not a bad person. person. You're just She's making like, some very no. bad mistakes. No, she says, You're not a bad person. You just have very, very bad behavior. Bad behavior. I don't guys, know. guys, this looks like lead paint. <laughs> don't chew, chew on, on the,
1: the window windowsills.
0: Yeah, stick to the
1: The table legs legs like I taught you. you. This is my whole life. (laughs) Quotes from movies that I maybe have seen once. Um, Anyway,
0: I did not agree with that line because I do think there are bad people. But I also think there are, you know, people make bad decisions and that is a fact. Well, yeah, I mean...
1: I think that as I've gotten older, and again, it's not necessarily appropriate for younger people who haven't had enough life experience to to
0: be exposed to to
1: understand that you can, that everyone's going to make mistakes. Mm -hmm. And we're all complex in the sense that we all have done horrible things Mm -hmm. and are carrying trauma with us. But we also all have the capacity to be good. Mm-hmm. So I think me- and there's also a threshold of like... Right. You should
0: not, as a person to yourself, to be self-aware and self-care enough to not put up with that from some people. Right. Is a choice that you have to make. You, you know, it doesn't mean that person is right. all bad. It's just like you are... Not good for me in this well So there's capacity. two. Can I, like, can I share two quotes? Okay. okay. Yeah. So there's no such thing as bad people. We're all just people who sometimes do bad things. Mm, yeah. Which that's I a whole other totally false i don't
1: know it's like I don't completely yeah that's what so, i was like i don't know if i can completely agree with well that, i don't know and and that's kind of the point i was starting to make was the media that i've really enjoyed as i've gotten older are things that do a good job of painting the full spectrum of human behavior and that duality yeah. so it's not like Disney movies when it's very apparent who the bad guy is right. and they're they yep. only do bad things and yep. the good guy only does good things and never makes any mistakes. Whereas with shows that like the boys.
0: What's isn't that what that one's called? Yeah, the boys, the
1: but um the one that popped into my head was actually breaking bad and how oh, yes. They do such a great job. That's the anti-hero
0: thing I was talking about.
1: Yeah, of showing like Walter's path. And, you know, he came from this very traditional background where he was seen as a quote unquote good person. But by the end of the show, you're like, this dude is a selfish piece of shit. Whereas if you look at Jesse, he's been engaged in all kinds of antisocial behaviors. But a lot of those stem from trauma, and Mm -hmm. he really has a good heart, Mm -hmm. and and he always, throughout the show, tries to be an empathetic human being, tries to do well by others. But Walter is the exact opposite, right? And so he's self-serving versus yeah, yeah. And so for me, I think the best characters are are those that are fleshed out like that right. where it's yeah. like And I do appreciate she does try. That's what I was trying mm-hmm.
0: to say earlier. She does try with these characters to do that. And it could just be it it had to I, be a specific almost, length of a Yeah, I was know. gonna say it almost needs like more to get right. To right. That point. like I some of the character development I love the most is always almost almost always in shows
1: or mm, uh, right. movies yeah. that have, have more time. series of yeah. movies because you right. have more time to develop that. You have more backstory. You have more, right. um, you know, uh, but it's like, so it sounds like for these characters, like, yes, we all do bad things. That doesn't necessarily make someone a good or a bad person. And I'm, I'm conflicted about whether I believe that there are truly no bad people. (laughs) Yeah. I Or the flip side. I I don't know that I know enough, but there are definitely people who actively choose to live in a space where they are comfortable doing bad things and harming others. So I'm not saying even Ryle Ryle. and his character where he's obviously unstable and he's doing horrible things that he's not capable of being redeemed. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is over a long period of time, he again shows himself to not be making improvements. Yeah, repeat the same behaviors. Yeah, and, and like yeah. I didn't read the book, obviously, but I think there's a big difference between showing characters who have trauma and are responding to it. And who have made mistakes and are constantly trying to improve. And I get that improvement is a spectrum, and characters who are unself aware and who are barreling through life uh, unaware of the consequences and the collateral damage yeah. that they're and leaving. And I think there's a
0: difference too about people's intentions. Absolutely. And if you
1: can understand people's
0: intentions, that doesn't make what they're doing, you know, hundred percent right yeah. or wrong. But I'm just saying like, if you can get to the heart of that person Absolutely. and their intentions, it does make a difference to their character and their
1: right, right, for capacity sure. for growth. Yeah.
0: And yeah, here's another quote that I found problematic, but I feel like I understood what she was trying to say. So she said, just because someone hurts you doesn't mean you can simply stop loving them. It's not a person's actions that hurt the most. That's not true. It's the love. If there was no love attached to the action, the pain would be a little easier to bear. And I don't believe that Ryle ever loved her. And maybe that is just my own read of the situation. He I think he love, did. The problem is he couldn't love himself enough, or he loved. I don't himself love that either, much. though, because I, I'm not. I don't think that people can't love when they don't. Like yeah. I don't think there's like a mm. black and white line there. But well, yeah, well, I'm not saying there's a black and white line there. I'm saying I didn't believe he loved her ever. Hmm. I don't well, completely agree with that. I do think yeah. he loved her, but again, I think it, there's that like he didn't he didn't choose to take what he knew he was doing that was wrong and mm. try and re- like fix that and redeem that in himself. And yeah, and I don't mean I don't think that means that. I don't think
1: that means you don't love someone. I think there's a, but you don't necessarily love them enough to change. Yeah, there's uh, yeah, and, and that is something that is very hard. And that there's that selfish thing too. Yeah, like, yeah again, like it's, right. it's 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 he wasn't selfless enough mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. do that work. Mm-hmm. But I I do also, and from that quote again, I don't have all of the context because I didn't read the book, but. I agree with you, Paige, in the sense that that quote does somewhat come across as glamorizing this idea of like okay. love is pain, relationships yes. are I'm like, hard. No, 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 no. And abuse like, is abuse. And like love, I mean, love wrong. is a choice. So y- Well yes, not? but it's like that does so like I and I, I've been guilty of this as well in past relationships, not to this extent, but this idea that like there's always going to be problems. Love is hard, yeah, but it should be easier than it is hard. It shouldn't. You shouldn't be having the same battles over and over again. There are. There's a difference between right. you know. I was gonna say we this, have the same
0: argument, like two arguments. Yeah, exactly.
1: There's a difference between that and someone pushing you down the stairs, Correct. like or saying very abusive things. So yeah, like that's exactly. the thing too. Is like I've
0: never lived through physical abuse like like this kind. I have my own right of mm-hmm. other things. And then I I I understand the emotional a little bit more. And maybe that's why I prickle at the idea that he loved her. I mean like obviously I'm not in his head, so I don't know. But yeah. I mean but there is a good one. So I'm going to read a good one. Okay. Oh, i was going to read you my
1: favorite one. Can oh, I say okay. one last thing? Yeah. Um, I was also just going to say, like, from an intergenerational perspective, friends who I know who have experienced extreme trauma yeah. uh, in the instances where they have actually talked to a parent about it, the parent... is Super dismissive. Yeah, because they're yeah. saying... This is life. This is what life is like. Right. And so it goes back to that idea of saying, well, love is pain. Love is hard. Love is getting the shit beat out of you by your partner. Right. That, of course, that's what you should expect. Right. And that is a super toxic, harmful right. message to give to women. Sure. Yeah. Love is not those things someone putting oh and that your is not this you. book like
0: obviously right. that was
1: not her message of this book thankfully and that's not normal for people to be right. beating the shit out of you and over time if you saw that happen to your mom and your mom saw it happen to her mom right. then that is what becomes the norm of oh this is love this is what it means to be loved you know yeah
0: and this he's, is life he's just and gonna go perfect and blah, blah, blah. it's yeah, like right.
1: uh, the sopranos when right. uh Tony is out, you know, with all of his mistresses, you know, oh, having Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony. <laughs> I mean, there are some things you gotta love about Tony, but he was probably not a great husband. But <laughs> No, that's not <laughs> chiefly not among them. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like there's this this idea Uh, uh, in the women of that show that that's that's an understood part of Mm -hmm. what you're getting with this relationship Mm -hmm. it's like this cultural idea and so with stuff like abuse or bad dating bad partnerships from a societal perspective or from if you're especially if you're seeing those relationships modeled by your parents it's like oh that's what love is that that's what men do no spoiler alert (laughs) it's not no
0: Anyway, okay, so here's this last quote. Life is a funny thing. We only get so many years to live it, so we have to do everything we can to make sure those years are as full as they can be. We shouldn't waste time on things that might happen someday or maybe even never. I liked that one. I thought that was better. And I did, I mean, I did like a lot of things about this book. That's, it did make me laugh out loud at certain points. Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, well, that's funny. Because she is, I mean, she really is, she is a good writer in the fact that, you know, I think she's she never going to re- win a Nobel Peace Prize or something, yeah. but I think she has relatable characters in yeah, general. But like, I also like the way she writes a story is, like you said, it's very gripping. Mm-hmm. Like you can't just put them down and walk away. Yeah. It's like, oh, I want to finish this. I want to see this yeah. through. Yeah, no Paige was before.
1: like, one day she, she'd be like, oh, my gosh, I see what I see what the hype is about. I love this book. And then literally 20 minutes, 20 later, 20 minutes later, this I is the worst book. book I have <laughs> ever read. Yeah,
0: she was Snapchatting through the whole. Yeah, it whole was experience. Uh, quite a quite a scene. OK, here's um, this quote that I had to tell my boss about because I was like, this is the most ridiculous quote. And I want you to just read. OK, I'm just going to read it. And I want you to tell me your thoughts. OK, I like looking I at his that. eyes. They're so blue. A person could be standing across the room and a person could tell how blue his eyes were. I don't know. I read that and laughed out loud. <laughs> They're so blue. What's ridiculous a person to you who's standing that- across the room could see how blue they are. I get that.
1: I get that, though, because some people you could like. I don't know. Isn't there I'm, another
0: way you could describe how
1: blue his eyes are? I mean, sure, so but blue that you could see them shining in the dark. <laughs> I don't know. I just say maybe. Yeah, were... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I kind of get your point. I, ca- I
0: get where she is trying to go with that. I think so, but like, eyes... technically, that was in the journal, like a Lily journal. From, you know, a 17-year-old. So I don't know if maybe she wouldn't have (laughs) written that as, like, 30-year-old.
1: His eyes are so blue that when you look at them, you say they are so blue. they're blue. Yes. (laughs) That's what that glow felt like to me. I was like, uh, is this –
0: what? What is this? I had to read it twice because then I just started cackling.
1: Her eyes are so brown. When I look at them, I'm like – All I
0: see is Mud brown poop eyes <laughs> thank you i'm, <laughs> I'm saying think- that about myself i thought you were talking to me because i don't oh, no. but i get because people with colored eyes. eyes are from a distance more obvious that they have different colored what? eyes yeah this book for me gets two out of five Ooh, i read it there it is i read it i don't <laughs> want to read it again i might pick up another one but i'm not running to pick up anything else any, from this author
1: any ass claps of note
0: no, no, not no, heart but, thumps.
1: Mm, I
0: don't know, like, One. I just
1: again, I don't think it was that kind of a book. Okay, yeah, well, um, I, I thought,
0: thought provoking, yes, yes.
1: <laughs> five out of five stars. Well, <laughs> oh, hey, you know, there, Which, there, I mean, it's entertainment, yeah, episode. Well, there's stuff there, there's a lot of stuff that I've seen or read that I'm like, I will never watch that again or right. read, like you yeah. know Passion of the not- Christ let's dust that dvd <laughs> off like that's not maybe the best example but i've heard people <laughs> i've heard people say that about like requiem for a dream and you know all of that stuff but it's like never heard of it oh it, yeah it's apparently if you show that to your kids they will never do drugs but it's like I <laughs> okay <laughs> it made me okay <laughs> it made me think about things i ultimately did not enjoy my experience reading it or watching it or the feelings that it made me feel but i thought about things and was forced to kind of reconcile and or think reckon with things yeah exactly so in that case it's like and it like, brings
0: conversation yeah, it does absolutely. yeah 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 no so that's the thing too is like yeah. I want to stay open to all kinds of books, but at the same time, and I'm also not trying to hate on people's favorite thing either. So I don't Mm. want people to come to this and be like,
1: oh, that girl, she's the worst. I don't like her at all. She's a four. She can't help it.
0: She's just shitting on all my favorite things. Right. I don't want people to think that. And I don't want... Like, obviously, like I said, I've never written a book, so take this with a grain of salt. Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I... It's, it was just not, not your fave, not my fave, not my fave. Well, but yeah. that, but, and I'm also sad that we, we missed hearing Beth's thoughts. So maybe she can write some thoughts down yeah, for agreed. me and I'll yeah. add it in post and
1: post production. Well, ladies. Lovely. Thanks for being yeah, here. Love you. <laughs> Would you-
0: Lovely ladies. <laughs> As uh, I was saying that I realized that songs about prostitutes. Prostitutes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sex workers. <laughs> That's why I sex workers. Them. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Mary
1: Beth. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, off the page with MB. Send us an email. Twitter. All the stuff. We love you. Bye. Bob Goblin. Oh my. Diego,
0: you're on the corner. Diego, off away oh, oh, well <laughs> Did you hear
1: that well whoa <laughs> well, don't be a chad and you don't have to worry about the chore. Chad.
0: What? what does any of that mean? Okay. What do you um, mean a chord? What is that? A chad. A chad. Like
1: a... Like a like frat a, boy. No,
0: like I know, but then you said, then you don't have to worry about the chord. No, I said, if you don't... Wait, like, the cord. <laughs> oh like, my gosh. I
1: heard there was <laughs> the a secret, secret cord. Cord. chord. The chord. <laughs> The Lord. Oh my
0: gosh. Um, No, thank you. Hello. Oh, that's better. That's on there. Oh yeah. Talk normally. Talk normally. I was talking normally. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Uh, You mean you don't want me to yell? (laughs) Bitch. Or whisper. This is
1: not your age. The code word (laughs) will be whiskey. Whiskey. Welcome to the whiskey library. Okay, we need to turn the page down.
0: Um, Um, I mean, I can. I think I'm. I think I'm I'm probably a little loud. Am I low?
1: Maybe. Either she's uh, really loud, or that's better. There we go. You're. 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 (laughs) God.
0: Are you okay?